Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your hosts are Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends and family with the resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here are your hosts, Sharon and Becky. Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. My name is Becky Olson. I'm a three-time, 21-year survivor of advanced stage breast cancer. I'm also a professional speaker and the published author of The Hat That Saved My Life. And hi, I'm Sharon Hennepin. I'm a 23-year survivor of breast cancer, um, certified life coach, and the author of my upcoming book, Thriving Beyond Cancer. Um, yeah, exactly. It's pretty exciting doing yep. those final edits. So, yep. um, so before we start our program today, I wanted to take a minute about um, a topic that's really kind of important to me, and that is the power of yes. And I read a book not too long ago that really did a nice job. Um, it's called The Year of Yes. It's Shonda. R- uh, excuse me, Shonda Rhimes is the author. She's the like. Uh, the one on TV that does like scandal. I mean, she does, she's the Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. She's just amazing. Right. So, but what was interesting is she really revealed herself and how she kind of protected herself from doing things that were uncomfortable for her. And so she kept a very busy schedule. As you can imagine, that wouldn't be hard with, with what she does for a living, but what was fascinating was, is there, I think there should be another book called The Power of No, <laughs> because no um, creates space for yes. And so I think that's a, a, a really important um you know, if you're just keeping your schedule busy and doing all these things that people are asking of you and and, uh, you know, just keeping busy, right? Doing stuff doesn't necessarily mean it's stuff that you want to do. Uh, maybe you feel obligated to do some of these things. And sometimes we look at our schedule and go, why did I even say yes to that, right? Yeah. Well, there are times when it's just time to figure out what it is that you really want and clean off your schedule so there is room for those things that you do want to say yes to. If you have things already on your schedule that you um, are kind of hesitant about or not really wanting to do, it's time to renegotiate those things and say, you know what, I've my circumstances have changed. I really am not available to do X, Y, Z. And so that way, when things come up, you can say yes, like Italy, remember? A oh, couple yeah. <laughs> years ago, when you walked into my office and you said, you want to go to Italy? And I went, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was it, about all of about a second and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was like literally no hesitation. And then I figured it out, right? Yep, yep. And I and love I, what you I, just I, shed a mi- said a minute ago, Sharon, when you said no creates space for yes. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that, that jar, you know, uh, metaphor, you know, where you put the big stones in the jar and then you fill yes. it with the small stones and then eventually the sand because that fills in all the extra stuff if you fill your jar with sand to begin with that means
means filling it with lots of little tiny things that really don't matter, then you don't have room for the big rocks, which are the important things. I love, I love that. Yeah. That's a, a great way to think of that. Either the, the important things, whether that's family or these big goals you want to do or these like trips that I've been doing, you know, and you've been doing. Um, yeah. So if you don't say no to something, there's just not room for the yeses. So yeah. anyway. That's my moment. <laughs> Basically, make it count is what you're saying. Absolutely. Make yes count, make no count. I love Absolutely. that. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that message, Sharon. I always love it, you know, when we come up with something that we're able to share, and that was really powerful. So thank you for coming up with that one. And now we're going to get on with our show. And our guest today is Sandra Gunn. Sandra is the founder of Leslie's Week. Sandra was diagnosed with breast cancer in January of 2013. As a survivor herself, she understands what women with stage four metastatic breast cancer experience. And today we're going to talk with her about her vision to help these women and their families create memories that outlast cancer and teach them to say yes to that. Yes. So welcome. <laughs> welcome, Sandra. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. So tell us about Leslie's week. What is it? And who is Leslie? And I hope I don't call you Leslie on the air, but if I do, please forgive me. So <laughs> it's quite all right. I get called Leslie sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Leslie's Week is a stage four breast cancer nonprofit that gifts vacations away from cancer to women and their families. Nice. This is where we hope and encourage them to make memories that outlast cancer. Mm-hmm. Stage four is incurable presently. There is no stage five, and this, in many cases, is the last vacation they take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I got to interject. What are you stage four? Experience. Sandra, are you stage four or? I was in 2013 stage one. One. Okay. Uh, and I had a right breast mastectomy. I was very fortunate. My lymph nodes were clear. And I had an excellent surgeon and plastic surgeon, uh, and it was an experience that was, um, it impacted my entire life. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this question, because that, that's, to me, that's a really fascinating thing. You yourself were stage one, and yeah. yet you have all this passion around women who are stage four. How did that come to be? And I also need to know, who is Leslie? So yeah, we still have to me. figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about Leslie, because she is, the, she is the soul who got this all started. Okay. Leslie Tuwig was a very long-time colleague of my husband's. She is the woman who made the wheels turn, uh, and she is the inspiration for Leslie's Week and all women who are told you have stage 4 breast cancer. Mm. Leslie Tuig passed away on April 2, 2011, after succumbing mm. to inflammatory triple negative breast cancer that wow. metastasized to her bones. Mm. And when she passed, my husband came through the door that day, uh, and from his office, and I greeted him, and he had this heart, this profoundly sad look in his eyes, and I asked him what happened, and uh, men don't cry very often, but he did. He teared up, and he said, Leslie passed away today in hospice. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I'm a woman, and um, you know, I'm always, I'm a fixer. I always want to <laughs> fix their broken, right? If my sons fall down, I want to fix them. If they get sad, I try to make them happy. So I said, oh, Stephen, I have this great idea. Why don't we send someone from Johns Hopkins, because that's where Leslie went for her treatment. Uh, let's send a stage four breast cancer woman to our vacation home in the Smoky Mountains, and, and we'll pay for it. So it got started on April 3rd, 2011, in honor of her life wow. and memory. And I did, uh, I, I did it as a gesture of goodwill, and I continued that 2011, 12, 13, and 14. Mm, and that's, wow. how, that's who she was, and that's how she got started and inspired this entire uh, event. Well, you and your husband sound like amazingly kind and compassionate, wonderful people. And, you know, wow, what a gift. to that's, Yeah. And I love what happens then, and then it just grows into something because it's supposed to, right? It's supposed to happen. And good for you. That That's amazing. So thank you for explaining who Leslie was. Yeah. And obviously, that's, a, that's an amazing um, gift uh, for her legacy. So the first few years, Sandra, was it always done at the at your at your place in the Smoky Mountains? It, did I hear that correctly? I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. For those for those first years prior to me having breast cancer, okay, we okay. gave up our vacation home each summer to a family uh, with children because Aww. we wanted the children to see their mothers in a happy place. And we paid for all the expenses, and and, uh, we filled the refrigerator with food. They would send us a grocery list, and um, we just took care of them and made sure they had tickets to entertainment venues in Dollywood, in uh, Dolly Parton's Dollywood, and Splash Country, and places like that. And then, in 2013, uh, I went to get a mammogram, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Isn't that interesting? That phone call is the most um, profound experience in a woman's life when you pick up the phone and your uh, radiologist says, I have bad news for you, Sandra. You have breast cancer. Mm. Yeah, it is. And you've been there and you know what that feels like. Yeah, Yeah. and you don't know when you get those words if yours is going to be the kind that you survive or the kind that you don't. And, you know, the good news is more people survive now than ever before, but the fact is we still lose too many. And when you get that diagnosis, whether you're stage one or stage zero or stage four, you, when you first hear those words, you don't know. And it's, it's frightening no matter what. And And they don't know until they do the surgery, what stage it is, because they have to remove the sentinel lymph nodes to see if anything went through the lymph nodes. That's right. So it's a very frightening thing. So, okay, so in 2013, you were diagnosed. And then when did you, uh, did you turn Leslie's Week concept into a nonprofit? When did, wh- well, here's what, here's explain what how happened. that transpired. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to go to this class called the Gear Up Workshop. Mm-hmm. And uh, this class prepares you for surgery. And so... For the next the, the next group of women who are having mastectomies, they go to this class and then we sit around this table and you introduce yourself and you tell them, you know, about your cancer. 
I was the only person in the room that was not identified as stage four at that point. Wow. And my surgeon felt it was not stage four because the size was small. But mm-hmm. every woman in that room, all other 14 women were stage four. And we went around the table and they talked about their cancer. And then it was a two-day seminar. And then I would ask them, what is your biggest fear when I would be speaking alone with them? And I was thinking it was, oh, the surgery or, um, you know, where is this going to end up? Everyone said, what will become of my children when I'm gone? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty common, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. is. I think both Becky and I went there. That's that's the first thing you think about. Yeah. Yeah. Because we both still had young children at home, you know, when we went through that battle. And um, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's very, very common to have that fear. So tell, so what happened? Well, what happened was that when I, I had my surgery April 4th, and then you go through the healing, you know, and the, and the draining tubes and all that stuff that we go through. Mm-hmm. And winter came, January, um, and I had nothing to do, and it was cold. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something for these stage four women. Because by that time, I knew I was one and mm-hmm. that I didn't have a problem. And I, <laughs> I went to the IRS, 10, you know, government nonprofit forms and the 1023 form, and I downloaded it and I printed it. And I looked, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to form a nonprofit. And when I read that thing, I was like, holy cow. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I get and that. Said, yeah, you yeah we started Restaurant 17 years ago, and it's, it, it's a lot. <laughs> There's a so lot you know to it. I did. I wrote that damn thing. It took two months. I submitted it February 25th, and September 9th, I got approved. Yay. Wow. Good. Wow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I tell <laughs> That's some people quick. that they can't believe it. I've got some friends who started a nonprofit and for two years haven't been approved yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I heard it's getting tougher too. You know, people that are starting nonprofits now, it is kind of a slower, longer waiting period. I'm not I'm not sure why. I'm not know really what changed, but yeah, we got ours in pretty pretty quick time too. But you know, ours seven days. <laughs> yeah, ours was in two thousand though. That was even yeah. before nine eleven. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I think I think the processes were easier for all across the board back then, and it's just getting tougher. But so, tell us a little bit about what is your mission for Leslie's week. We have about three minutes left um, for this before we go to break. So let's talk about the your mission for Leslie's week. How, where do you what do you see? Uh, okay, that's a good question. Uh, the mission is, of course, that we give stage four metastatic breast cancer women and their families a reason to rejoice today and tomorrow. And this mm-hmm. is the interesting part. We gift them, uh, our mission is to gift them a fully paid week-long luxury vacation, providing wow. the fun and happiness for the families today, and mm-hmm. then offering Leslie's Week Child participants with educational assistance toward a degree or a a vocation of their choice. Thereby, we create a better tomorrow and a future for the children. Oh, that's amazing. And that has to help mom feel so much better about things in general. Oh, sure. I mean, our children are automatically entered into a database, and we have a fund that is secure uh, in an investment uh, vehicle. And so our mission really is to ease the end-of-life transition 
for every woman facing this devastating disease uh, by allowing them this potentially last vacation away mm-hmm. from cancer with their families. So it that's, is a very profound experience. That's oh, wonderful. That, that's wonderful. So when when you, uh, I mean, is there a target population? I mean, obviously it's it's stage four um, breast cancer, I'm assuming, but is there a specific demographic that you're looking for um, other than that? We are strictly stage four metastatic breast cancer women, and we are national. Our demographic is national. Any woman who has stage four breast cancer can be nominated on our website and consider okay. for these vacations. That's, That's great. Wonderful. We'll definitely want to make sure that, that um, some of our listeners know about that. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later on in the program, you know, how they nominate and, you know, do that sort of thing. So, That's great. Um, yeah, and we still have another minute or so. So, Sharon, why I know you had another couple questions in, in yeah. that kind of. So, um now, what community do you live in? Can I, can I ask, where's the, where's the Smoky Mountains? I don't even remember where those are. <laughs> I think that's Georgia. Isn't it Georgia or somewhere that in that Georgia? area? Oh. <laughs> no, God, what am I thinking of? Yeah, we're on the, we're on the West Coast. The runs from Georgia up to Maine, but the Great Smoky Mountains are, are uh, in uh, Tennessee and Tennessee. Some in North Carolina. Well, of and course it's a they are. country. <laughs> So okay. the word great in there, that's what <laughs> was formed in Tennessee. I okay. am in Maryland presently. Um, okay. My husband's uh, profession uh, requires him to be here for, for the time being, but I'm in Maryland and Tennessee. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. great. Well, why don't we go out on break and we'll just kind of uh, finish some of these questions when we get back. Yeah, so just stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When a woman is diagnosed with cancer, she faces unique challenges. No one understands this better than the experts at Compass Oncology. Our Women's Cancer Program includes a team of specialists in breast and gynecologic cancers, genetic testing, and the ongoing care of women with high risk factors. From targeted therapies and clinical trials to needed emotional support, Compass is a leader in treating women's cancer. Find out more at compassoncology.com. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a card that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about Leslie's week uh, with our guest, Sandra Gunn. So let's kind of pick up where we were uh, talking about before. So um, let's describe Leslie's week's key programming and um, uh, innovative approach, because it sounds like it's really different than, than most that's out there. So I'd love to hear about that. Well, we are not about the cure. We are about fun and happiness. And uh, we are about making memories that outlast cancer. Right. We make all the arrangements and pay for the vacations. We mentor our stage four women that join us. Uh, we go through all of the nominations and select. Uh, there is a committee that selects the ones that we feel uh, most deserve this. And uh, we welcome our families when they arrive at their five-star resorts with gift baskets for the mother and mm. her children and fathers nice. who, you know, have a few things. Our Good. stage four breast cancer women do nothing. They splash themselves with fun and happiness with their families uh, who mm. see their mother away from cancer laughing and relaxing. And then we also have donors that we gather together during the holidays and uh, the parents give us the Christmas list, list of the children. And when we first started doing this, we thought the donors would buy one gift off the list. But amazingly enough, many of the lists are totally purchased and wrapped, and the donors take the, the Christmas gifts to the family. So, Oh, my. That's wow. so nice. Is this and the same the family that the gets... Kids just love it. They have so much fun. Right. So, Sandra, is it one family then that you do this for? So they get the they get the trip, and then you take care of them at Christmas time too. Well, or is this... it's more families now. That was just one family when I was doing it alone before okay. I started the nonprofit. Uh-huh. So in yes. twenty fourteen, of course, there was one family, and that was the one I sponsored. 2015, we had five families. 2016, we had eight. And this year, we're taking 20 families to the smoking Wow. That is amazing. So So I'm hoping... Every year, every child that is uh, on our Christmas list, all those children are taken care of by our donors. That's amazing. So good for you. I'm getting goosebumps. This is awesome. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. We don't focus on the cure or drugs or therapies. We focus on fun and happiness, good times, gifts, and that kind of thing. And making memories, like you said, making that memories. is the key. And and I love that that statement: memories that outlast cancer, because that's really what you're doing in a nutshell. Because those memories, even if cancer takes that mom away, mm-hmm. you are allowing that whole entire family to have these amazing memories. I'm sure pictures, you know, uh, of them enjoying life and living life rather than dying of cancer, which is fabulous. I love that. And and we make a book. Uh, we go on chat books, which is an online uh, inexpensive book 
publishing, and we gather all of our photographs and we make a book that each family gets when they return of those memories so that every family has this book. It will be the 2017 Leslie's Week Vacations. And all the families will be photographed uh, during the whole week, and they'll get a book, so the children will always have the book. Oh, that's fabulous, yeah. And, and of course, photographs and myself, um, I just got back from an amazing vacation in Europe, and I only took about 6,000 pictures. (laughs) So, So pictures are very important to me, needless to say. So that is a huge um, factor when you're talking about memories and and being able to have that for forever, you know, basically. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So it sounds like you're up to 20 vacations this year. That is that's wonderful growth for you. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, And we're going to do 40 next year. 2018. Wow. 40 families with us. That's amazing. So um, are they all going to your um, Smoky Mountain place that you were talking about? They're going to the Dreammore Resort. It's called Dollywood's Dreammore Resort. It's a five-star hotel that Dolly Parton is a partner in, and it is the most amazing place. You walk into that lobby, and you just go, wow. It takes your breath away. They have country music Uh, singers, they have entertainers, they have a fabulous pool. For the children at night, they have a professional storyteller from the Appalachian Mountains, and the kids come down in their pajamas and sit around a campfire. (laughs) Oh, how fun. That's fabulous. They have a children's craft shop where all the kids go. Uh, Dolly Parton is one of our biggest donors as far as uh, Dolly tickets to Dollywood and her splash country. Uh, nice. So they have all of these entertainment venues where they go. It's it's a fabulous place, and it's all inclusive. Right. So we right, have designated nice. that as our uh, vacation of choice because, right. first of all, a lot of families can drive there. It's within driving distance. And second, it's all-inclusive, and it's a family-oriented resort, which is what we were looking for. And Mm -hmm. it is in the Smoky Mountains, where it's gorgeous views and peace and uh, Mm. serenity. It's wonderful. Sounds amazing. What about families that would come from outside the area? Because you said that you're national, which I assume means that you take applications from people all over the country. So what happens if they're you know, in the Northwest or the Southwest? Do you, do you fly them there or do they have to well, get there on their example, own? Well, Massachusetts General Cancer Center in Boston nominated uh, a family and they, of course, it's not within driving distance. Mm-hmm. So we have a donor uh, in Tennessee who is buying four airline tickets and getting their rental car for them. So they will have mm-hmm. a rental car and, they're, and they are flying in with the donor and they, then Leslie Sweet takes over and gives them the vacation. We have nice. Emily from uh, Colorado who can't come that far. So we have a donor who is buying three airline tickets for her to go to uh, the ranch in Laguna Beach, which has been donated oh. She's always wanted to see the ocean, and unfortunately, this woman does not have much longer to live. So we are, just before you called, I was making arrangements to see how we could get her there fast uh, with her family. That's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. 
You know, it would be a surprise at how people open their hearts for these stage four breast cancer women. And you know why? Everyone has a mother. Everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there, you know, the older we get, the more people we know who have had cancer. And unfortunately, some, some who have, um, it's, it's taken their lives. And so, yeah, it, it definitely affects everybody in, in one way or another. And I would imagine, you know, getting miles would be helpful or, um, you know, so I'm hoping this lovely vacation place in, in Smoky Mountains is is donating a lot of the, the rooms for you. <laughs> I'm hoping. They have given us a um, discount. Uh, so we have Good. discounted rooms. They do not donate the rooms okay. as of yet, but they do give us a nice discount so that Good. it is affordable for us. Mm-hmm. Good. We Good. are I'm a glad to hear beans. that. We're new and uh, we're only a few years old. And uh, we haven't acquired a large donor pool yet, mm-hmm. but we're coming along. We're doing you okay sound you. like you are. You sound like you're doing great. That's wonderful. How, how long are the vacations? I, you may have said, and I, I missed it, but did, is it a three-day, five-day, two-day? Oh, no, what it's a week. Kind of, it's a full week. Oh, yeah, that's it's why called, it's called Leslie's, Leslie's Week. week. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I love it when I come up with a duh statement like that. That's great. Yeah, Leslie's Week. People, it's not Leslie's three days or Leslie's five days. It's okay. <laughs> Thank so you funny. for that. <laughs> yeah. Cute. So describe some of the challenges that, that you work with. Um, do you mean, what do you mean exactly by that when you say challenges? Well, well, anytime you run a nonprofit, there are always challenges. Of, you know, is, is it fundraising? Is it getting nominees? You know, what? But oh, okay, okay. Uh, of course, fundraising is all, always a challenge, so everybody, I'm not even going to mention that as the challenge. You're going <laughs> to be surprised a, <laughs> the greatest challenge really is. A lot of our stage four breast cancer women that I've met over the years feel very isolated. Yeah. Their families don't want to talk about their breast cancer because they don't want to upset the the woman or they don't want to talk about it because they're in pain. So she doesn't get very often an opportunity to discuss her feelings about it and her pain, uh, emotional pain or mental uh, anxiety. So our greatest challenge is that we just sit them down and we say, hey, listen, you've got stage four. There's no stage five. So let's talk right. about it. How do you right. feel? Uh, let's share stories. Let's build a network. Let's uh, talk to each other like, you know, this is the, and this is what they talk about. Oh, I took this drug and this is how it impacted me. And another one will say, oh, well, it didn't do that to me, but it did this. And suddenly they're all starting to talk on when we're all on a vacation together, like we will be in August. They all start talking about what they wanted to talk about with others, but couldn't. Right, exactly. And you're right. And suddenly they change. They just feel different about their disease. They feel more hopeful. Right. Well, and their feelings are being validated. You know, yes. they're not the only yes. one that feels this way. They're not the only one feeling scared or yes. anxious about this new treatment or the next scan or, you know, any of these things or, or the potential of dying. And unfortunately, dying in itself is still one of those hard, hard subjects. Sex, money, and dying 
are like the three that still we have a hard time talking about. And the reality is we're all going to die eventually. Mm -hmm. We are. So we need to talk about it more. The thing is that they should not die in isolation. They should be able to express themselves and, and get their feelings out. And like you said, reaffirm what they think is going on inside of them. Right, right. And I, the, the thing is, uh, one of the chapters in my book that's coming out, I talk about don't die before you die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's huge because a lot of times, you know, when you get the the diagnosis of stage four, this may take your life kind of diagnosis, uh, shoot, you know, sometimes people just like pack up their tent, you know, and, and they're ready to go home. And they don't necessarily need to do that for a very long time. And they may be one of those people who goes on for 20 plus years. You don't, you don't right. know what your fate is at this point. And That's so right. don't lose hope. Don't right. ever lose hope. And That's when it's what we time, talk about a lot. yeah, and you'll know when it's time, you know. Ladies, I need to interrupt for a second and just tell you, we just got a text from a listener who said, what a great program. So thank oh, you, listener. Oh, wow. Oh, you can't imagine. We always like it when that happens. So That was a great deal to me, feels- too, because I'm out yeah. there in the trenches, you know, and I very rarely have time to look. I've got my head down and my feet in the lane, and I rarely yeah. have time to look up and around. And it just when somebody says something like that that's a total stranger, it gives me the lift that I need to keep going as fast as I can. Excellent. Well, and again, I know, you know, with Breast Friends, we work with a lot of um, patients, and unfortunately, many of them are um, metastatic, and <clears throat> we do lose our share of patients, and it's tough. It, it's really tough. And so, I also... Um, want to commend you for, you know, taking on the stage four breast cancer patients because you're right. They are in isolation and they need this outlet and um, they need that validation that, you know, they're going to be hopefully okay for a while at least. And, uh, and again, giving them the opportunity for a wonderful vacation like this is a, such a blessing. Sandra, how do you find the patients? I mean, if they're, because I know, like like you said, a lot of them do live in isolation. They don't want to talk about it. How do you find them? Or are they finding well, here's you? here's what happens. Um, Anne Arundel um, Hospital, the Saras Cancer Institute is where I went. They nominate. Uh, uh, okay. General Hospital, which gave me a big award. Uh, they nominate. Johns Hopkins okay. nominates, uh, Fox Good. Chase at Yale nominates, and then uh, and I have more breast cancer institutes uh, starting to inquire, can they nominate? Yes. If you have a breast cancer institute that you love and, and think highly of, uh, they certainly can go online and nominate. And then we have women who are, like I said, isolated, and they self-nominate. And okay. we've got about four self-nominated women in our mm. group of 20 this year. Okay. Good, good, and good. And then good. family so, members, like one woman in our 2016 group, her 16-year-old daughter nominated her. And the Aww. story was so um, profound and so compelling that we took the whole family, the three daughters, and then she just had a baby, a little infant, and her mother and father. And by the way, some of these women are abandoned by their husbands. 
Oh, yeah. And they're oh, left yeah. with their family and the children alone. Goodness and gracious. Case in this family. She, her husband walked out. He didn't want to deal with it. And so she came along, and they had a fabulous time. So if anybody can nominate anybody. That's good. That's wonderful to hear. Yep. So obviously you have passion. You can hear it in your voice. I (laughs) love that. So (laughs) (laughs) what are your greatest blessings? Oh, my goodness. I want to tell you something. I am a woman of many accomplishments. I uh, had my own business for years. I've been successful in many things. I've had failures, too, like all of us. But always there was this little vacant hole inside of me, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was or how to fill it, so I'd ignore it. I got breast cancer. I started the nonprofit. I'm doing this now. I've, I've retired my business. I'm totally devoted and passionate about this, and now I have purpose. That's Isn't what was amazing. <laughs> purpose. My life has this grand, fabulous purpose, and my entire family have two wonderful sons and a great husband. Everybody is so thrilled, uh, but I go to bed at night with this huge glow in my heart, and that's what my blessing is. That's wonderful. You know, Sharon and I so relate to that because when we started Breast Friends 17 years ago, you know, that was kind of the same thing. We we wanted to give back. We'd gone through some pretty ugly stuff and just, you know, you you wake up that one day and you go, wow, we need to do something with this. And and it is different to live your life with with purpose like that. And we we always encourage women to do that. That's one of the things that, that is taught in the Thriving Beyond Cancer workshops and retreats that Sharon um, leads and it's it really is a lot about living your purpose but sadly a lot of people don't really know what that is and that's a big that that's been a subject of some of our other uh, episodes but it, it's really important well we well, are actually going to go out to break awesome. so Sandra can we can we hold that thought what it, don't lose what you were going to say we're going to take a break we'll be back in a, in a couple of minutes so stay tuned Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When a woman is diagnosed with cancer, she faces unique challenges. No one understands this better than the experts at Compass Oncology. Our Women's Cancer Program includes a team of specialists in breast and gynecologic cancers, genetic testing, and the ongoing care of women with high risk factors. From targeted therapies and clinical trials to needed emotional support, Compass is a leader in treating women's cancer. Find out more at compassoncology.com. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a card. 
that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about Leslie's Week with our guest, Sandra Gunn. And Becky, you just had some profound things uh, that you were saying on break. So why don't you go ahead and take it up from here? Oh, thanks. Um, we were talking about purpose and how how people sometimes, we all know we need to live with purpose, but we don't know what our purpose is. And it's really frustrating to try to figure that out. So some time ago, I came up with this little equation <laughs> that I now share with audiences. And that is to find your purpose, you need to take your gift and your passion and marry them together. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've all we've all got special talents and things that we can do that come to us, you know, and I, and I believe in God and I believe that these gifts come to us from God. So some people have a gift of accounting or they have, a, you know, gifts of music or art or, you know, there's a lot of different things that come naturally and, and easily for us. That's your gift. And then you have things that you care about. And those things that you care about is what you're passionate about. And when you can take your gift and use it towards something that you're passionate about, that becomes your purpose. And just as a quick little example of that, if you are good with numbers, you're, a, you're great at bookkeeping, you've got this skill in that area, and you care about animals and you know homeless animals and shelters, and maybe you could use your gift of bookkeeping to volunteer to work in a homeless shelter for or for an you know animal shelter and and take care of that so there's there's different ways that's the small scale maybe it's not going to be your career move maybe it's going to be a hobby or a volunteer position that you do but it's if you can find a way to incorporate that into your life every day you will find more joy in your life and it's pretty well important. and 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 uh, Sandra talked about that that little hole, and I think that's just a huge piece that everybody is always looking for. And again, it's not, you know, we have to go through some tough things ourselves sometimes to even find out what that what that purpose is or mm-hmm. what that what that thing is that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love just like watching people and they're talking about a particular subject and their eyes start to light up and they just get all excited and animated and you're like, yeah. okay, I got your number, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're passionate about, you know. But sometimes people don't even pay attention to that in themselves. And so when you ask them what, what do they want to do or what are they passionate about? They're like, I don't know. You know, they're just kind of lukewarm about it. Well, if you get them talking about a bunch of different topics, you can figure it out or you can help them figure it out. Yeah. By just sure. paying attention to those kinds of things. Yeah. And again, Sandra, just on the radio, my goodness, you're so passionate about what you're doing. So you obviously figured out that this is a huge passion and 
and now you've become, you know, it's a passion project, basically, to make sure that these women who have stage four metastatic breast cancer are not so isolated, that they actually can have some fun in their life and leave these amazing memories that will outlast cancer, which is fabulous. Yeah. And memories are forever. Yeah, oh, they, they are. are. Absolutely are. And pictures, too, of course. <laughs> Yeah, pictures help those of us with chemo brain kind of, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I did do go there, didn't I? <laughs> and even even without chemo brain, too, I was I was looking at all these pictures I took of, of my trip, and I'm like, wow, I forgot I even went there. <laughs> so it's That's funny cool. how that works. So anyway, you were talking about some some awards and some recognition that you've already received from from your work. Tell me about that. Yes, um, and believe me, I was as much surprised as you are. <laughs> because, <laughs> like I said, I have my feet in the lane and my head down, and when I get an award, I always go, wow, isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> but in 2014, yeah. the uh, Gayton and De- Joanne DeSaris Cancer in- um, awarded me the Fire and Soul Award, for the courage to look beyond oneself to bring joy to others, which I thought oh, nice. mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. And then uh, in 2015, the Massachusetts General Hospital Cancer Center has a uh, competition uh, or an award nomination called the 100 Everyday Amazing Groups or Individuals. Mm-hmm. And they had 10,000 nominations in 2015, and I was selected as one of the 100. Wow. And we had a celebration in Boston, and the award was presented to all of us. That was very exciting. Yeah, and then I in 2016, I, I was nominated by uh, people who were familiar with Leslie's Week. Uh, L'Oreal uh, Paris USA has a, an annual Women of Worth Award that they give to 10 women in the country. And by God, I received one of those in 2016 and went to New wow. York and was awarded uh, a Women of Worth Award. That's uh, amazing. So that was That's wonderful. Great. And who knows what will happen in 2017. It isn't over <laughs> yet. <laughs> you might have to share some of those awards. <laughs> I, may, I would love to. <laughs> I'm a very sharing person. <laughs> yeah. well, good. I can imagine you are. So where do you want to be in five years from now? What what What's going on with that? Have you figured out your kind of oh, dream yeah. plan? I've got my dreams. I have long-range goals, and I'm so glad you asked because they're the things I love to talk about. Uh, I have, uh, I will, let's just put it this way, I will in the next two to three years take over the entire Dreammore Resort in the Great Smoky Mountains, and I will take 300 families to that resort, and we will have the biggest stage four breast cancer party in the country for a week. That's a long-term. Wow. I love that is, word, will. I, I, you're not saying I want to or I envision. Oh, you're I saying will. I will do this. I have I no doubt that do you will. And if you knew me like others do, you know I will be there. I will call you and let you know we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know that. what? I don't even know you that well, and I have no doubt. I mean, I, I just, have no yeah. doubt in it either. Yeah. So and let me ask a question. So are you, are really you talking about having 300 women or even 20 this year? They yeah, all go the same week? Year, 
300 families. We have 20 women this year, but 93 people. Right, right, right. But are you, are you the going family, the same so. week? Everybody goes the same week? Yeah, we all go the same <gasps> week. So that's great. So they can actually then have some camaraderie with other women that way, too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, they fabulous. can build a network. They can, they can go to the theaters together. They can have their children at the pools together. I mean, yeah, they're, mm. they, they, this is for them. This is for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking that, yeah, you would you did this for 20, you know, families, but they weren't necessarily all the same week. So I didn't miss. Oh, I am, all, I'm, we all meet I'm down in Tennessee, August 6th. That's amazing. That's great. Oh, yeah, kind yeah. of like a vacationing support group. Yeah. On, on steroids. I love on this. steroids. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You, are. <laughs> you know, and so many support groups, I hate to say, but a lot of them are kind of gloomy doomy because people sometimes, and I, I don't want to say this about all of them because some of them are very fun and very uplifting and positive, and, but sometimes they can get a little bit down. And how can you get down when you're at a five-star resort in Dollywood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So I what, a, we're what about a great fun thing. and happiness. Hey, ladies, and the second biggest, biggest goal to my heart, I've got three big ones. The second one is the Educational Assistance Fund for the Leslie's Kids. And I will, by 2025 or 20, no, 2022, have $2 million in that investment fund so that it earns enough, the principal earns enough uh, return on investment to be able to send our kids two schools of their choices, and we can keep the promises we made to those mothers that their children will have a future. So we don't have a big amount of money in there now, but we will have that. It will build. And the last goal is we have uh, a place in the Smoky Mountains that's under development, and I will find donor investors to help us build the 11 villas for stage four women and their families uh, and a small club spa facility where they can vacation year round. Hmm. They can go back. Let's just clarify, is is this the Great Smoky Mountains or is this just the Smoky Mountains? (laughs) A Great Smoky Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be in Tennessee then, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Wow. Sorry, I had to clarify. Long-term goals, so <laughs> hang on to your hats. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just I, this is incredible. Well, let me ask you before we run out of time today, and we still have a few more minutes. But you know, you've got so many awesome things going on. How does a person get if they wanted to self-nominate? Do they do it on it through a website? How how do they do that, or how do they nominate a friend? And and why don't you walk us through that process? How do they get online? Where do they do that? Okay, you go to uh, leslieesweek.org, L-E-S-L-I-E-S-W-E-E-K.org. Okay. And once you're there, you click on, let me go to the website, you click on uh, our vacations. There's the tab at the top, and the first drop-down menu, the first uh, item in the drop-down is nominations. So you go to the nominations page, and you nominate at that page. But you'll notice at the bottom it says nominations for 2018 open on January 15. Okay. So, uh, nominations are presently closed for 2017 because we're taking our trip in August. Sure, okay. 
But now, to nominate a family, does it have to be a family? Do they have to have children of a certain age? What, what's the criteria? Why don't you just give us a rundown on the criteria in order to nominate somebody to go? Okay, we we prefer that the that the woman who is nominated. Many of our stage four breast cancer women are in financial toxicity. All of the money they have is spent on keeping the mother alive. Sure. So we prefer to have families who can't afford to take a vacation like this. Uh, We like to have children because we think that children are traumatized by uh, the diagnosis of their mother and they watch her health decline every day. Mm. So we like to be able to have children to experience this. Outside of that, I mean, if there's Mm -hmm. a stage four woman, we have one stage four woman coming this year who is uh, has no children, so she's coming with a girlfriend. Okay. Uh, So we're not strict. Stage four breast cancer, that's it. We are strict. That's what you have to have. Okay. Right. With a with a preference for families for obvious reasons, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's. That's wonderful. That kind of gives us some ideas and thoughts. And we're certainly happy to put this on our Facebook page to let people know how to go and apply and then to listen to this episode. Let, Leslie, see, I almost said it again. You almost Sandra. Said it. <laughs> Sandra, you have you are an amazing, inspiring person. Um, this what you're doing is incredible. We thank you so much for being on our show today. I think that what this is going to uplift so many women around this country, and and I, we just truly wish you well and great success in all of these endeavors. And I know, and you said in two years, three hundred families at that resort. That families, three hundred families. In the next I, two to three years, we're going to take. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah, can't wait to hear about Absolutely. it. So, Very so that'll be great. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. We just really appreciate it. And for our listeners out there, you know, do think about who you could nominate for this project and Absolutely. and just become a part of a part of this. So, and also if you aren't stage 4 and you can't do Leslie's week but you still need support, that's why Breast Friends exists. We've we've been around since 2000. You can look us up online at breastfriends.org. We have our, our office here in, in Oregon. We have an affiliate in Pennsylvania. You're welcome to call our 800 number to, to look for support. We talk to a lot of people on the phone. So we just we just want to be here for you to help you kind of through that. You know, we're kind of like Sandra. We don't we don't focus on the cure or the treatment. We try to but our, our focus is on hugs and happiness and and, and the future. The focus. Yeah. That's really it. And so anyway, this is a, this is just a, a wonderful partnership, Sandra. We're very happy to have you. So with that, we well, will wait, be back let next. You, let me thank you both for uh, giving us the exposure that we need as being a young nonprofit. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. And we, we have to go off the air, so we'll be back next week. Until then, remember, there's always hope, and we're here to help you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Sharon Hannafin and Becky Olson again next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is always hope and we'll help you find it. We'll talk again next time.